0: back then it was like the bottom of the market so it was little capital available to lend privately like everybody was trying to hold on to what they had right, right? and so for this reason you know if you go back and research you'll see that you know interest rates were like freaking 18 percent from like 2009 to like two two 2012 right
1: yeah that and we're talking hard money interest rates
0: Hello and welcome back to the Smartest Real Estate Investor Podcast. We're your host, Marcus.
1: And Jaquita MacArthur.
0: And in this one, uh, we're going to be talking about interest rates, right? Because that's starting to come up more and more these days as the talk of interest rates uh, starting to become more prevalent. So today, uh, we're going to talk about how and if um, federal, well, interest rates on a federal level, if if they raise it at a federal level, how and if that will impact rates um, for hard money and funds being available to hard money.
1: Yeah, because, you know, as investors, um, a lot of us are using hard money, especially investors that are just getting started and investors that are doing lots of properties.
0: Yeah, so our thoughts are that what would impact hard money loans the most is simply supply and demand, right? So, you know, the more money in the space that we have to, you know, to lend out and the demand for that money is what's going to pretty much drive the rate. So for like, so if you take example of what happened back in, everybody talks about the crash of 2008, yeah. 2009. Right? <laughs> right. So, you know, back then it was like the bottom of the market. So it was little capital available to lend privately. Like everybody was trying to hold on to what they had. Right. Right. And so, for this reason, you know, if you go back and research, you'll see that you know, interest rates were like freaking eighteen percent from like two thousand nine to like two two thousand twelve, right? Yeah,
1: and, that, and we're talking hard money interest rates. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. We're talking hard money interest rates right now. Um, but of course, you know, as the market impo- improved, um, so did the interest rates. Uh, right. So. Uh I, I, we've been you know going to events and stuff and that question has been coming up like hey I heard interest rates are going to be you know going back up so hey what you know right, uh, right. should I be worried um but yeah so we
1: and and really is like that in any market not just real estate when you talk about supply and demand um you know uh when when you have less supply basically you're gonna pay more, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, the least amount of money um, that lenders or whoever the hard money company is have to lend is gonna be more expensive,
0: right? So, yeah, yeah. So, and then so that's one thing. Well, that's pretty much the main thing for us. It's the whole supply and demand thing, and then other things that have you know affected are things like leverage
1: right right so when you talk about leverage we're talking about loan to value when you go to borrow the money so when you talk about loan to value we're talking about the ratio between the what the the home is worth versus what you're buying it um so the lower the loan the LTV the lower your interest rate would be so if you're buying at Fifty percent, which is almost unheard of anymore. Yeah. Um, you find it fifty percent, then you know you're gonna get a pretty low interest rate, which is great for the investors. So, guys, if y'all find um, properties that are, wholesales, if y'all find properties <laughs> that are fifty percent, for sure. CB, look, hit us up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to buy. Yep. Um. But yeah, so. Uh, LTV affects it majorly. Um, the hard money lenders love to lend on things that are very low LTV because it's very low risk for them. Um, right. when, when you talk about risk level, you want to buy low. Um, that way you can sell high, obviously. But if we are buying low, meaning if something for whatever reason was to happen and mm-hmm. the hard money lender has to take over, then they have, you know basically a low amount that they're taking over and then they have more money that they can spend into into making the property market ready right also um when you talk about lcv that means that basically the uh the borrower has more skin in the game yeah
0: i mean you must have read my mind i was that's what i was thinking the whole time you were talking i was just like our money lenders want you to have some skin in the game. And right, the right. more skin you have in the game, the better your terms are always.
1: Right. And the skin in the game uh, comes in into play when you're talking about what you're bringing your leverage. And the leverage mm-hmm. is the property. Right. Yeah. So you have a lot of skin in the game if you bring in a property with a very low LTV. So um, try to find those properties that, you know, well, you want to do that anyway, but try to find the properties that are very low and then you get a low interest rate.
0: Yep. And then so another thing that we think that, you know, impacts more of a hard money lending type situation. So if you compare compare like traditional loans, right, where the underwriting process is like super stringent, right? You got You know,
1: the FHA and the conventional loans. You're talking about um, conventional way of buying homes. Yeah. So that way when you when you talk about that and you're going through a through a stringent stringent underwriting process where you have actual underwriters reviewing the loan and you're checking things like bank accounts and you're checking things like your credit, you're checking
0: Reserves. Uh, yeah,
1: reserves, you're checking uh, tax your uh, <laughs> your yeah, yeah, W what is it? The W twos and everything and you have to go through this whole process and it takes weeks to get, go through underwriting, then those loans, uh, lend a lower interest rate, obviously, because also, because, you know, when you're buying, using those type of loans, then you most likely going to live in the property. Right. Right. Um, unless it's conventional, sometimes you don't, but, um, definitely if you buy FHA, you want to be living there. Right. But those, uh, tend to lend lower interest rates. However, when you talk about hard money lending, then you're really just doing asset based loans. Um, Those loans move very quickly. You don't really go through an entire underwriting process. You don't really go through underwriting process at all. You, uh, you apply for the loan, you get reviewed based on your assets, your liquid assets based on the property you're, you're going to be actually renovating or working on. And then basically your, your interest rate is determined by that. So yeah, you're, you're obviously going to have a higher interest rate. And also because it's a short term loan. Right. So when you talk about. Speed. Yes, <laughs> speed. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of times hard money loans are no longer than about a year um, time frame at most. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about the traditional loans, when you're doing the home traditional home buying process, FHA, government-backed loans, conventional, those are, you know, 15-year, 30-year loans. Right, right. Yeah. So
0: – and. I don't, I don't know a rehabber out there that would be okay with, you know, 45-day process just to get the loan. No. Right. By the time you get your loan, my property is, is maybe a week away from being on the market.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then when, <laughs> when you talk about going through that process, you talk about 45 days, even 30 days, a lot of times yeah. even two weeks, where are you buying these properties? if yeah. like, You can wait that long to actually close on them. Uh, we... We buy from a lot of wholesalers, and even on the traditional market now. If you're buying an investor uh, a home that is intended for an investor, yep. you're going to be out there competing against other investors, and speed is the name of the game.
0: Yeah, I, I've seen Jacquita like, like you know, know negotiating with her uh, her clients and stuff, and they're talking about things like option periods and stuff, and um, sometimes you even lose contracts just based on a freaking option period because. Yeah. You know, you asked for 10 days where the other buyer came in at seven or five or three, you know. Right.
1: right. And I mean, option periods are not really a thing in the investing uh, game. I mean, do your due diligence. However, uh, you want to do that likely before you even make an offer when you're mm-hmm. talking about an investment property in today's market, especially you used to be able to get, you know, maybe a day or so. But now when you're talking about speed and purchasing properties and purchasing investment properties, you definitely, um, and look, I'm getting a little bit off topic. No, we, get, I, we I, I, You know, just, just really hey, love, we, this um, is
0: our show, lo- love right? buying,
1: love buying. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, Basically, option period not really a thing when you're talking about buying investment properties anymore. Not nobody wants to see that on the contract at all.
0: Right, <laughs> even if you are paying cash.
1: Yes, yeah. because there's so many people out there even buying sight unseen. Yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so for this one, we kind of just you know want to hop in and kind of talk about that because yeah. we have been going to quite a few networking events and we just kept hearing this come up. So, yeah. like, if you so so basically just to summarize uh, if you're dealing with institutionally backed funding those I mean they they are at the federal level so of course they're going to be directly impacted um, you know if if the rates were to change right because right, right. that's that's a one-to one right. whereas with hard money it's asset based and you're dealing with private money um so in that regard you know it's it's all about the pro the, the, um, the property the location, Supply of money, leverage, how much skin you have in the game. Um, though that's what we feel like will more than likely impact uh hard money rates, um, if if anything. Right. Now, like we said at the beginning, if the bottom falls out, then I mean, come on, I mean, supply and demand. Like, right, you, right. you it, if there isn't much money, if everybody's trying to hold on to what they have and nobody's, you know, willing to lend with such great risk, then of course that you know, that's gonna be an impact. But yeah.
1: Right. And um I just wanna to touch bases because, you know, I'm a realtor now and so uh, when we talk about hard money versus uh the government backed loans, FHA and then also conventional Uh, When we talk about hard money, we're talking about money, again, like Marcus just mentioned, money that people are using to actually renovate, flip properties, and turn around for a quick sale. Right. Um, Again, no longer than about a year time frame, and really you want to be out in a matter of at least a few months at at most. But when you're talking about investing properties, you also can use some of those traditional routes to actually invest, Mm -hmm. uh, specifically- conventional loans right. so if you're if you're someone that likes to do buying and holes and you have the income and everything to match and to go through the underwriting process you have a good credit then yeah you can go ahead and use uh the conventional way that way you get yourself a lower interest rate um but you know it just it, for us it, it's speed yeah man. i
0: like <laughs> i like to get in and out man. yes
1: absolutely absolutely <laughs> we love to get in and out um yeah i can't lie i love the bigger paydays yeah um but, you know, yeah. a lot of people like to play the long game. It's wealth in that, of course, obviously. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So before we head out of here, I do want to uh, introduce something that we spun up. Uh, we, we just had our first monthly uh, meetup. It was a huge success. Yes, Great turnout. Yes, yes. Uh, so I did want to, you know, come on here and at least let you guys know that we do host a monthly meetup. It's on the first Monday of every month. Um for now, like
1: yeah. For now, um, they the day of the week may change. We're always going to do it on the first week. Yeah. However, the day may change just based on location. Um, we may be moving around a little bit, but mostly going to stay on the north side. Um, yeah, that because was the, we don't
0: have anything of it. Right. Here.
1: That was one of the main re- one of the main reasons that why we chose to actually do the meetup is because we noticed that every time we decided we wanted to go networking, we really didn't even feel like going because we have to drive at least. 45 minutes at, to go network because it's always on the south side or. Yeah, at
0: somewhere. least 45 minutes away. Yes,
1: yes. And then, you know, networking events start like 6.30, 7. And then we're fighting Houston traffic. Right. I mean. So we wanted to bring something back to the north side, something that the investors on this side of town can call their own. Right. And also, you know, even people on the south side, like, come on, come, come, come yeah, network. we'd
0: love West. to host you.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if you want more information on that, you can go to smartestrealestateinvestor.com, uh, register for it. It was a great turnout last time. You know, the conversations were amazing. We have some people from that event that we're going to bring to the podcast to uh, interview. Right. Of course, free food, free drinks. We have
1: investors (laughs) that come at all levels, uh, beginner to pro levels investors. So, yeah, definitely come out. You'll find someone that you would definitely add some value to and that can add some value to you and your business. Mm
0: -hmm. All right, guys, that's it for this one.